hope I'm stoned when Jesus takes me home. Well, that's right. I hope I'm stoned when Jesus takes me home because welcome back to Range Anxiety. And that was uh, Charlie Warsham there. Not really well known, but quite a funny track, that. I hope I'm stoned before Jesus takes me home. I suppose that'd be one way of going out quite peacefully. But uh, it is, you know, this is your, your 30 years of automotive tuning experience in 30 minutes. And Gareth just tried to run into me in a golf bar buggy. Like, good on you, Gareth. Yep, we're doing a ride along today in the Tesla Model 3 performance. And yeah, it's going to be loud. It's going to sound like wheel bearings, JB. Listen to that. That's gravel, boys and girls. I drive this thing like a WRC car on the dirt. But why was I talking about stoners? I mean, I'm not much of a uh, stoner myself. I'm not into that sort of thing. Um, and, but I think a lot of people are that I know. Or it seems something seems to have happened to them over the COVID break. I mean, we've been through this before, haven't we? About how COVID has sent people just a little loopy and a little mental and a little cray-cray. Other than me, of course, I'm perfectly normal. But my goodness, it's really started to ramp up hard in the past month. Oh, key's not detected. You're pretty smart, Telstra. Oh, there you go, Tony Ambrosio. So what happens is when I log on to social media now, I've noticed this has started happening more and more. And, you know, I do, I do spend a lot of time on socials. You know, looking at stuff, researching stuff. Not much researching other than the flawed state of the human mind. Hang on, we're going to pull out the, some busy traffic here, so give me a break. Uh, no, I'm going to be here a little while, I think. Yeah, I know. All right, yeah, still, even with the Telstra Model 3, performance it looks like i am about to go so the actual flawed state of mind it, it, it manifests itself now in my social media feeds now i'm just not talking about people putting up you know pictures of cats playing with balls or you know cute shit like that i'm talking about people otherwise people that i thought were otherwise normal that have got this mad mad fear and and just this bad shit going on in their head regards to EVs. Now, you know, I can see both sides of the coin. I've got petrol cars, I've got EV cars. I happen to love my EVs because I'm interested, you know, and I like the power and all of this sort of thing. But I think it, it really hit home after Goodwood Festival of Speed with the McMurtry um, going, you know, the thunderstorm just going that fast and pumping everyone into the weeds. It's, it's got people's heads to a point where they just can't cope. So. I see people that would otherwise, I would think, were reasonably pompous just posting and sharing the most insane shit you have ever seen regards to EVs. Now, we're going to work through some of some of the points here. And, you know, I, I always take the bait because they post this shit and sometimes tag me in it in the hope that I will take the bait. So I, I, I do take the bait. But I kind of... I feel like I'm doing a social service to some of these people because they're just so goddamn dumb. Like, for example, every bit of, like, um, shit that I see quoted out of Facebook or TikTok or, you know, whatever, about EVs all seems to be based on stuff from the late 2000s, right? Stuff that is, you know, the technology's moved so fast and things have got 
so good in such a hurry that having a you know that basing your latest research on a 2000 and you know eight Chevy Bolt or a you know God help us even a 2012 little Nissan Leaf is just ridiculous because none of it is actually relevant anymore so we have a look at some of the some of the main issues that the anti EV crowd now I'm not sure who these people are there like there was one today and he was a horse breeder from Oklahoma that makes him an expert on EVs because he saw some charges you know uh, the main ones start like EVs take so much CO2 to build so you'll never pay it off well of course they take a bit of CO2 to build you know there's a lot of emissions made making any car right but then it all turns to mining mining the batteries now there is a fair bit of mining involved in a current generation cell and so people put up pictures as we've covered before of the you know diamond mines and stuff like coal mines saying look at these look at these poor little african kids being exploited by ev manufacturers normally elon musk because you know he's like the the evil villain to to the nose booger eaters you know so you get those pictures and then you get this is a lithium mine and it's a picture of some big open cut you know pit out of the pilbara and it's not necessarily lithium it's something else or out of africa but nobody checks their facts they just quote this willy-nilly and you know you can sit there and argue with them all day you know till the cows come home no this isn't right that's not right but they won't hear it because they actually want to believe that it's all bad. So what I've done is I've done a bit of a research project. Unfortunately, I never studied psychology. I was more sort of like um, science-based stuff when I did study. So, you know, it was a bit more math and physics rather than human psychology. But I've become quite a fan of it because what I'm seeing now is just completely unhinged. You know, it all started a few weeks ago with a um, TikTok video that someone put up of their 150, you know, someone put up of a $150,000 plaid and they showed all the quality issues with it. They had uh, they'd unhinged the center console lid so they could rattle it around. Yeah, you know, it clips out, man, you can do that. Then they went around, press, oh, oh sorry, they, they Un unclipped the rear corner of the, the driver's side door trim so you can go you know so it was just you know loose so you know one thump thump, and it clips back into place like any other modern door trim and then they went around and they were pressing on bits of the dash and there are all these like <coughs> squeaking noises coming up people going wow look at this this car's a piece of shit problem is the squeaking noises didn't line up with the guy fingers pressing on the trim so I said, hey, it would have been nice if when they were uh, making this video that they could get the soundtrack in time with uh, the finger pushing. I was like, oh, you're a dickhead, you know, I'm not gonna buy an electric car till the Germans start making them. Well, the Germans have been making them for a few years now. Next. Um, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, buy an electric car until um, the batteries don't cost $50,000 to replace in three years. Well, they don't. Next. You know, and this is otherwise reasonably intelligent people. 
there was one that I responded to last night, and it was it was this was the horse breeder out of Oklahoma, and he had uh, put up a picture. He'd seen some fast charges somewhere. It looked like I don't know an older uh, Electrify America Series One station, so they would have been 120 kilowatt fast charges. They're not too bad, right? And he uh, was saying that. Uh, these things, they were charging by the hour. It was something like 20, 20 bucks an hour to be on these fast charges. Now, I think they tried that here at one stage in Australia, but just got crucified. So, you know, you pay um, via, via the kilowatt rather than via time. And so he put up, well, you know, this is like, I don't know, something like 20 bucks an hour and on a 120 kilowatt charger, right? So just do the sums in your head. And... The average electric car takes eight hours to charge. So that's going to be 160 bucks on eight hours that I'm sitting there. My F350, I can fuel in five minutes and it costs me less than that. Well, no, mate, you're kind of wrong. It's a fast charger. Um, it'll charge any EV in under an hour. You know, 120 kilowatt hour, you know, work it out. Look at the battery size. Like it'll charge a, a Model 3 Tesla in... 30 minutes from empty to full and never not a particularly fast charger it was an old site uh so yeah I, but people just said uh, you know yeah th this is crazy who would do this then a few smart people got on there and said mate you're all wrong you know it's a 120 kilowatt charger it's going to take this long and it just did some basic sums for the guy and the guy got all upset don't call me names i'm just reporting the facts as i see them and then all these fanboys started, yeah, you, you listen to them, Scotty. You know, you breed the best horses. and But, no, they're not facts, mate. The fact is you're a dickhead that can't count, right? So just because someone, you know, sees something on social media and says it's a fact, it does not a fact, maketh, right? Not, not even remotely, not even wildly, not even at all. And he ended up taking the post down and then putting up one that was, oh, pity me. Look at all these nasty EV owners all ganging up on me for no apparent reason. No, it's because you're spreading shit and you're adding to a narrative of really like-minded, you know, like-minded and narrow-minded people that should, you know, we should be educating them rather than just sending them further down rabbit holes, you know. And, you know, Obama doesn't have or never had tunnels full of children. I'm sorry. Obama was like quite a decent young man as an American president. Love him or hate him. You know, stop making Hillary's not a lizard. Well, <laughs> there might be some truth there. But seriously, people have got to start using what's left of that besieged grey matter between their ears and actually thinking for themselves. Next point of call. We've done the TikTok video and we've done like the horse breeder. God knows how he breeds them. I don't even want to know about that. Um, there was another one. Facts of electric cars that you must know about. And they were using a, 2000 and, a 2008, it probably would have been, or a 9 or a 10 Chevy Volt, which was actually a hybrid for a start. It had a piss-poor little gas engine, gasoline engine in it, and it had a piss-poor little, like, you know, something like a 15-kilowatt-hour battery pack in it. And the fact started off that this takes, um, what was it? 
three or four hours to charge and then will take you approximately 30 miles before the gasoline engine kicks in and then your combined usage works out to only be 30 miles per gallon. I mean, they're probably right on some of that, not all of that, but the, the Volt was a particularly early entry-level shithouse thing that GM did. And they weren't even that interested in it. It was something they did to get a handout. You know, that $14 billion that the Obama government gave them in the last GFC that they never had to repay. You know, that money, <laughs> that handout, because they went bankrupt, that one. And that's the only reason the Volt ever existed. GM did make the very first decent electric car and then decided to kill the project, which all oil company backers just went, no. Well, that's my take on it. Um, so I countered this. I said, uh, for a start, this isn't an EV, it's a hybrid. And as you know, I don't particularly like hybrids. Worst of both worlds, we like to call them, you know. The worst of the petrol engines with the worst of the electric power units with the worst of the small piss poor batteries carrying the most of the weight doesn't work. And this was an early one. This is no RAV4 hybrid. This is a real piece of shit, the old Volt. And then they're talking about so slow to charge. Probably because it was an American post. And they're talking about charging it off 110. You know, they don't have high voltage over there. They're good old boys. I mean, who needs it when you've got AKs, right? But no. So that was probably accurate. Then the guy put his fuel cost down. And I don't know where this guy lived. But this was obviously an old piece. And he was saying he was paying a dollar... 16 US per kilowatt on his power feed. Now, I think South Australia is like the second most expensive place in the world behind Sweden or something. We got some horrific fact like that. Thanks very much, guys. Um, and we're 38 cents. So again, this figure was just made up by the guy that made the post. Seemed to be a guy by the guy that made the post to make his sons work out to make the hybrid look even worse than it already was. And it was a shithouse hybrid. So I pointed this out. I said, A, shithouse hybrid. B, I don't know where this clown lives because I, I don't know how power could ever be $1.16. Never heard of it before. Particularly, you know, it's not. It's, it's in a country where the, the, the Chevy Bolt, a Volt, sorry, existed. Isn't it funny? The Volt was a hybrid and the Bolt was the full electric car. I don't get that. I never have. And I confuse them all the time. But yeah, so I pointed that out. And uh, the answer was uh, something like the response back from the original poster, like, do your own research or just some, just dumb shit like that. And let's talk about end of life here. What happens to an electric car when it dies? Well, it gets crushed normally. But what do they do with that big skateboard and batteries hanging under it? Apparently, there's all this landfill and shit and, you know, it's like nuclear bloody power rods when they're spent. It's gonna create all this pollution and yada, yada, yada. I hate to break it to you guys and girls and range anxious people and flat earthers because you're behind all of this. I know this already. But lithium packs, lithium ion packs, the ones that you get in cars, 
a highly developed, highly advanced, brilliant piece of engineering, super expensive as we know, and highly recyclable. The pack is recycled. You get it? Yeah. Like, where do you think the batteries you put on uh, your walls at home when you do a solar battery install, where do you think they come from? I hate to break it to you, but once upon a time, some of them were Nissan Leafs. And one day, some of them will have been Teslas. And some of them, you know, will be other industrial equipment that relies on lithium-ion packs. The, the stuff and the materials in there are too expensive and too hard to get to throw away. They are recycled. Yeah, but you see, none of that happens with the gasoline car. Well, it doesn't. Because you're using that much bloody fuel constantly, constantly, that there will be nothing left in the tank by the time you want to get rid of the car. You drain that shit. It's liquid gold, right? <laughs> but what about the amount of oil and shit you have to use across the car's lifetime? I mean, you know, your average Mercedes, whether you drive it or not, we've been through this. They want you to change your oil, right, all eight, nine litres of it every year. And that's nothing. What about big rigs? Or, you know, work vehicles that do, that require, that are highly stressed and require, oh, I got the drag lane, that require um, oil changes every 5,000 and they're doing 50,000 a year. Look how much waste and shit there is there. Didn't think of that, did you? But what about all those lithium mines? You know, there's holes in the ground, even though most or some and it's becoming more and more prevalent. Lithium is done via brine evaporation by bringing a lithium-filled um, salty water, basically, up to the surface and evaporating it off to leave the brine, which is then processed, right? That's the cool way of doing it. Listen to all these people just going flat out. You know, they don't care about the cost of fuel. Good on them. Look at that. Motorcycles, everything. We're all on here. What about that? Yeah, well, that does create a little bit of pollution and you know a lot of manufacturers have been cleaning that up you know for example like tesla and and most manufacturers now don't use cobalt in their cells you know the the lithium phosphate chemistry so that takes another mine substance out the whole thing's getting tighter and tighter and cleaner and cleaner right but what about the drilling that we have to do for oil you know a lot of it happens out at sea and a lot of it happens at overseas you don't see much of it well when it goes wrong it goes very, very wrong. You know, we've all seen the northwest, northeast coast of Alaska absolutely devastated by oil spills. We've seen the Gulf of Mexico. We've seen massive oil spills that have just wiped out almost entire species of animals. And more to the point, when people are talking about little kids in Africa being exploited, which is, you know, pretty much a load of shit that's just made to suit a narrative. My counter is always this. What about since World War II? What about the massive numbers of lives lost and trillions, I'll say trillions of dollars being spent fighting wars all over oil supply so you can drive to work? Think about it for a minute. Think about Saddam's weapons of mass destruction that he never had. 
What was the first thing? You know, I'm, I'm no political editor or scientist or even commentator. One of the first things I remember um, in the desert, in desert Storm in the early 90s, was it? First thing the invading forces did to the Saudis was set their oil wells alight and destroy their infrastructure. If that wasn't a dead set key there, these wars have always been about satisfying our thirst for oil, then how could I make it any clearer to you? That won't happen anymore. Because we're all gonna have, well, a lot of us are gonna have the same source of power. And lithium is the most, one of the most common elements in the world. Processing it takes a bit of ounce, but it's certainly far from rare. And to refuel that lithium is that big fusion reactor in the sky. The world's the biggest free source of power ever known to man. And the good news is, but before it absolutely engulfs our tiny flat earth, it's going to uh, get hotter and hotter and brighter and brighter. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's not what you want to hear, but it won't happen in our lifetimes. So, yeah, it, it, the whole argument is null and void. And, and I discuss it with my book club mates. And, you know, there's a guy on there, Andrew Windyass, a pump sucker is his nickname. And he's 42 years of age and, and a pretty smart guy. I think he's got a, a good professional job and drives a... I don't know, a decent car, like a Mazda 3 Black Edition Bunny Boiler spec. But he just, he's just so anti-EV. But when you ask them why, they refer you to TikTok and YouTube and Facebook. But what about the facts? The industry's dead, apparently, when a soccer mum can blow you off in an EV, in your ice car. Well, they can do that now, but you know what? Get yourself a better ice car. I mean, what, what are you saying? Why are you so scared? There's enough room for everybody here to have whatever they want. Oh, but it's got no soul. It's quiet. A lot of these guys, like my friend, the guy that invented the, the Telstra name, is building a V12 Jag, which will probably never run. And he's talking about how soulful it sounds. Well, it doesn't. Yes, I know. I nearly hit the back of that Colorado. Thank you, Telstra. Um, it doesn't sound like anything at all. And it doesn't use any fuel. It might as well be a bloody EV, but it won't get him from A to B. You, you get me? Because it doesn't run. So, you know, before you start, you know, before shots are fired, or as they say, shoes are fired, you've actually got to look at it and say, from what position of knowledge or experience am I coming? And I can tell you, with a lot of the anti-guys, they don't have a really wide perspective on what makes a good or a great car. They think they know, and that's cool. Everyone's entitled to an opinion. You know, I make, uh, well, we have a lot of opinions here at Range Anxiety, right? But it always helps if you can back up your opinion with a little bit of fact. So, you know, the anti-EV brigade, they cannot argue that things are fast. And under all disciplines, they cannot argue they're fast. So they come back to like, they're terribly built. Compared to a, what? They sound like shit compared to cars that don't run. You get me? And they cost, and they won't have any resale value in 10 years. What are you? Nostradamus. So there you go. There's a little bit of a rant today on today's range anxiety. 
I hope you liked it because next time you hear me, I'll be with Hey Babe.